We just got a text on the old National Bank talking text line. Uh, snowing real good here in Franksville, 124th and Highway K, almost a mild whiteout. Oh, my. So thanks for the uh, sense check on the winter yeah. weather that's coming. Be careful out there. Be really careful out there. Uh, Linda Myers is the plant doctor. She's got a bunch of free webinars coming up, and I use her book regularly, The Midwest Gardener's Handbook. I have both the first and the second edition because I'm kind of a groupie. Uh, <laughs> Melinda's with us live in the studio. How are you, Melinda? I'm doing great, thanks. Despite the weather forecast, like all of us are cringing a bit, and we're anxious. These last couple warm days made us yeah. really excited for spring, but this is a reminder it's Wisconsin and so, it's March. So we haven't gotten real warm yet, like in the last month, at least in my yard and my beds. I haven't had stuff starting to really poke up yet. So we're okay, right? Because nothing's come through. It's just like a normal March. Is there anything we should be thinking about, about the stuff that normally comes up? Or no, it'll do its thing. You know, I walked around. I'm a little bit west. I'm in Waukesha County. And so I've got bulbs up a couple inches. Dawn, who works with me, is like on 82nd Street. And she had winter aconites, which are beautiful yellow blooms, and snowdrops flowering. March 4th is the earliest I've ever had them bloom. It's usually April 15th when I lived in Milwaukee. So some things are a bit early. The snow is the best insulation. We hate to shovel it, but shovel first, de-icing salt second, okay? Because anytime you put the salt down and you shovel it onto your lawn, onto your garden beds, you do some damage. And the other thing is this spring, we want to make sure that we give those garden beds, the lawn right along walks that may have been salted or the roads, the salt coming off of cars. Give them a good soaking if we don't have good rains this spring. That'll help wash some of that salt through and help your plants recover more quickly. So last year, I was kind of proud of myself because I did a better job than normal keeping the sidewalk. Michelle's always on me about, can you get the sidewalk cleared? I mean, well, yeah, because we get Amazon every single day. So I was making sure the sidewalk was cleared, but I used ice melt. And so I would use it, and then I shoveled. And I ruined, like, the first two inches of my lawn on the one side of the sidewalk was gone. I mean, I killed it. I had to reseed. You're not alone. Trust me. The reason I give this advice is I've seen it before. In fact, when I worked for the city of Milwaukee, one of our jobs was to replace sod for the police department. And so they would salt heavily. Obviously, you're going to the police station. You're not in a good mood. So they'd salt heavily. We finally put pavers that match the the brick of the building on the edge. So when they shoveled, the de-icing salt infested snow, so to speak, would melt in those pavers and save the lawn. So sometimes having that little bit of a border on your sidewalk or if your walk is wide enough, trying to leave a little bit on either side, but shovel first. I'm sure you won't do that again. Maybe others will heed your advice. You gave me a great idea. I'm just going to pave the whole front yard. (laughs) Well, maybe not quite that much. (laughs) He's already taken the snowblower to the front yard for the dog. Yeah, I have to snowblow the front yard. Why not? Okay. Uh, So everyone, I don't do it every year, but Melinda, part of like a yard package i have is like a tree and shrub pruning right uh we didn't get that done this year i don't like taking a hedge clippers to anything that has a leaf on it already am i too late if i missed out and like pruning some of the shrubs i have around the house good question so if the buds haven't broken it's a great time to do your pruning and i think looking at my yard check your yard see if the buds haven't started swelling when the leaves start when the buds start expanding that's when the bark's really sensitive so we either want to do it before or right after the leaves are fully expanded or early into summer things like forsythia and lilac already set their flower buds so minimal pruning because if you do a lot of pruning especially if you shear and shape them you get rid of most of the flowers and there's no point to have those shrubs unless you get the flowers mm-hmm. so you're probably still okay take a look things look pretty dormant by me but you know spotty microclimates all around southeast wisconsin because i was waiting for the dormant season i have neglected 
my sweet honey locust, whose name is Honey, and my bur oak, whose name is Buddy. <laughs> so you know. They're our tree children. But yeah, I've been waiting for the dormant season to get them trimmed and pruned. And then we had this crazy mild December and after that terrible freeze around Christmas. But we had this mild January. And I truly had to call an arborist and say, have we had a dormant season? Because I don't want to kill these trees. <laughs> right. And you're absolutely right. Honey locusts, as you know, are susceptible to nectaria canker. Oaks, oak wilt, so we want to prune them when they're dormant, meaning the leaves are off. So the plants are dormant. We want to get out there soon. Hopefully your arborist is able to get out there soon. Just did it last Friday. Excellent. So, <laughs> And having a good relationship with an arborist is important. You know, if there's a storm and there's ice damage, they're taking care of their regular customers first, right? Those are the people they've maintained the plants. So it's good to have somebody out there to make sure they're properly pruned, reduces storm damage, but you're at the top of their list as well. So I have hydrangea, and I've made the mistake of cutting them down to the ground in the fall, and then they don't bloom well the next year. So this year, I left the big leafy, I mean, the big thick stems, stems out. Now am I stuck leaving those stems out forever? Do so, I ever cut them down to the ground? So did you have, do you have the ones with the big flowers that should be pink in our alkaline soil and blue in acid soil? Yes. So those are big leaf hydrangeas and they bloom, they're probably a repeat bloomer, like Endless Summer, yep, Summer Crush, one of those. And they bloom on old wood, so they've set their flower buds. So mm -hmm. the benefit of leaving it stand is if anything survives low to the ground, mm -hmm. any flower buds, you might get early bloom. Then they'll put out flowers on their second flush. Um, so wait, whatever's dead, prune back to healthy buds. And then I recommend doing um, a treatment with milorganite, just one application in the spring. And what happens is it not only contains non-leaching phosphorus, phosphorus is good for flowering, mm -hmm. fruiting, and rooting, but it also helps release some of the phosphorus bound to our soil. We have lots high to excessive levels. That's going to help promote blooms, that second flush, even if you don't get the first flush. It also helps release some of the potassium, which is good for um, hardiness and disease resistance. So you're not too late. Just wait when those buds start to swell, prune all the dead stuff back, which might be to the ground anyway. And then you'll get some new growth, hopefully early flowers, but hopefully second flush Midsummer to late summer. But, but give I heard it you really say it was once again my wife was right. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so I'm excited that you asked because I have a head hydrangea bush in my front yard. I, yeah. I love having the luxury of talking to you, Melinda. Because, I know. But I don't want to bring all my personal things. Like, oh, I have a big leaf because I've done some research. Like, okay, I have big leaf. But I still have like a dead head on there. So I'm like, oh, should I leave that or should I trim that? You'll have time to trim. I leave stuff stand for winter. Great for the pollinators. We want to wait till we have like 50 degrees temperatures. Consistent, not for two days and then 19 below. And consistent. And then we can do our trimming. I did a webinar on hydrangeas. I have a really detailed handout that if anyone's interested, Diane. Anna will hate me, but just go info at melindamyers.com and we'll send you a link. I'm always happy to answer questions, yeah. but if I'm not in somebody's home, they can check that out. And I do a lot of detail on pruning because hydrangeas are pretty, they're kind of mysterious. You know, yeah. what do I, when do I fertilize or when do I, you know, what do I prune when? So I try to address that and that handout with lots of helpful links too, to help you be more successful. I feel like I have a personal therapist. This is I good. think this is like, okay, so here's what you need to do. If you want to get in touch with Melinda, Go to melindamyers.com. By the way, upcoming appearances are there. You can get the book there. The webinars are listed there, right, Melinda? You bet. All of that at melindamyers.com. I was just on the website earlier today. It's a great website. Everything you need to know as we head through the rest of the year. The plant doctor, Melinda Myers. It's always good to see you. Thank you, Melinda. Great to see all of you as well.